Is that better for you? Hey, yeah, my ears hurt no more. Oh, you, 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 well, at your age, I can understand shut things up, starting to hurt. Shut up about the age. No, it ain't going to be that day. Yes, it is that day. As no, we record this, it no. is Bill's birthday. I no, Yes, it is, but we're not going to be making old jokes because I'm not old. Yeah. I, I told you, if I if I dyed my hair, I could do 21 Jump Street, man. Let me tell you. You can't jump nothing. <laughs> you can't jump a car. Who jumps a car? I mean, jump start, you dumbass. I don't need to. I got AAA. I don't need to be doing none of that stuff anymore. Well, what if... Flat tire? AAA. Stranded? Out of gas? AAA. Yeah. What does a Mexican wrestling league have to do with anything? AAA is the best investment you can make if you have a car. No. Roadside assistance built into your insurances. Okay. But so, I get so many benefits. Yeah, you're, do they go along with your AARP benefits too, you old bastard? Yo, easy. I told you, we're not going to be doing these old jokes all day. Oh, dude, get ready. No, no, because next time we're in here, it's somebody else's birthday. No, <laughs> it's the day before my birth miss. Oh. Take my damn present back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mama. So, how's everything going in your world? Oh, everything's going pretty good. Went, huh. to, went to the fair last night. Oh, yeah? Man, that was a... Say, outside Walmart, what that is. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's Carver County Fair. It's, you know... Oh, it's, did, did you watch the derbies? No, no, we, we do them out at West End. Oh, okay. There's too many people from around here at the, at the derbies out there. Yeah. I mean, they take, they take it too seriously. Yeah, I think Johnny ran last night. Mm-hmm. I think Johnny ran the Derby last night. Um, I don't know if anybody else from Snacky Land did, but I know Johnny uh, put the uh, two minutes to midnight car back together. Yeah, I saw a few cars going out there, and but we like to do the one at West End. Yeah, not that there's a better Demolition Derby clientele. I mean, it's still people that like a Demolition Derby, right? You know, I mean these these are the people that you know can eat two hot dogs whole. I mean, really, they're just you know they're they're the ones that get the bucket of fries. Whoa. And just take them in by the fistful. Whoa. <laughs> Smitty's French fries are tasty. They are. They are tasty. But you got one fry at a time. Don't just dip your whole fist in the bucket. Why? You know, I, I, I'm I got, already against bucket food. I got stuff to do. Yeah. No food, no human food should be partaken from a bucket. You don't be getting a bucket of anything. Come sure. On now. Well, a bucket. Hey, I remember you and I clearly walking <laughs> down 145, each with a bucket of KFC in our hands. Okay. Yeah. But that was when we were much younger. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, it. it's every time they say, you know, you go, we used to go to bars too. They had a bucket of suds. Stop with the buckets, man. Bucket, oh, yeah. just, oh I, I did that many times. Yeah. Bucket of rocks. Like yeah. a, you get a bucket of, ro- of rolling rocks. Yeah. But yes, I clearly remember you and I walking down 145 after leaving the Eddie Trunk show, yeah. both with buckets of KFC. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, well, what else were you going to, I mean, look, look. We had to feed our families that Yes, night. but still, it's like, I, I still, you know, food should not come in buckets. Sure, it should. No, no. <laughs> yeah, it should. No. Yeah, it should. Pizza shouldn't come in a cup. I'm not done with that one yet. <laughs> and it has been done before. I looked online for recipes. Oh, my God. Yes. So you're not the only, um, I don't want to use the R word. 
No, no, no. Uh, aficionado. It's not an aficionado. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call someone who's really good with food? Not Bill. No, not 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 Bill. It's just a, there's a word for people that are really good with food, like really uh, a, a like, chef. <laughs> yeah, but like if they're really a good chef. Gordon Ramsay? No, no, like Wolfgang Puck and... Um, oh, don't even compare Wolfgang Puck to Gordon Ramsay. I never compared anybody. I just was saying, like, you know, when you get to be a, that level of a chef, they have a different name for you. Yeah. Uh, I think it is aficionado. And you no, an aficionado is you're a fan of something. And you know a lot about it. Kind of like you with nothing. No, that's not true, but... <laughs> no, wait. Okay, well... I think you're wrong on that, but we'll just, you know. <laughs> you regret coming here for your birthday? <laughs> I never regret coming here. Yeah. I sometimes regret some of the lines of conversation we have. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, speaking of birthdays, we had a blessed event in the Halls of Horror family ah. a couple of days ago. On August the 10th, my good friend Tyler. Mm-hmm. Uh, also the drummer for Red Shirt, Black Shirt. Yeah. Uh, his wife had their first child. All right. Yes. Yep. So August 10th, young, uh, young Thomas Stevenson, uh, joined the, joined the, the family. Another Leo. Yes. <laughs> yep. So, uh, when you listen to this, Tyler, congratulations. I know I already told you before, but, uh, yes, have fun. Yes. Don't. You know, forget about sleep. For a no, while. No, you know what? I'm going to give a new father tip right now. Okay? Um, women are are more apt to wake up before the kid. Even if the kid is crying at night, pretend to be asleep. They will get up first and take care of it. And then just say, oh, I didn't hear it. Sorry. You know? I don't know if that'll work with Barb. I wouldn't test Barb. It, you know, you, you never know. You got to try at least once. You got to try at least once. Just tell them you'll get the next one. When the next one comes, you were asleep again. It, it happens. I, I, once again, I wouldn't test Barb. She was ready to <laughs> knock a bitch out, uh, you know, at six months pregnant <laughs> at Jabberjaws. I don't know if I'd test Barb. Well. But, but Barb, is, Barb is a sweetheart. Tyler's a good dude. Uh, I think they're going to make great parents. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy for them. And, uh, you know, it's super cool. All welcome, right, welcome, good. welcome to uh, Parenthood. Yes. So, we ready to talk about cover songs? I have the list I made up, I think, a month ago now. Oh, I have nothing. Well, I started, I had to make a list because I love cover songs. Yeah. I, I have three folders on my computer just with nothing but covers on them. I was going to bring one to you, but it's like six gigs. Whoa. And I don't have a drive big enough to to give to even bring them. But I have a I have like a five hundred gig flash drive upstairs. Oh, does me a lot of good at my house. I'll give it to you. Bring it next time. <laughs> All right. What do you got? Well, I want to start with my favorite cover. Well, hang on, hang on. Before oh, we right go, away. before we go, don't flip me off, you fuck. Just because it's your birthday, <laughs> don't think I won't slap the shit out of you. Um. Cover songs that should never have been done. Oh, shit. Let's start there. Well, I... I or do you want to start with good good stuff first? Well, it's hard to ones that... Because I... As all those albums that I have, 
I mean, there are some like screamo bands. Yeah. That are doing like '80s covers, and they shouldn't have even bothered. Yeah. You know, sometimes sometimes it works. Sometimes it, I mean, I there's there's a lot of good stuff on those um, on all those folders, but there's a lot of crap because I just I got them in bulk. Yeah. You know, there's people out there on the internet that just threw everything together and said, "Here's a lot of covers." Well, there's. Uh, have you ever heard of me first in the Gimme Gimmies? Oh yeah. Okay. Fat Mike from No Effects, mm-hmm. his one of his side projects. They do. They're a cover band, mm-hmm. is what they are. And uh, they did like a bunch of country covers. Mm-hmm. Some of them are fantastic, like their cover of uh, "Goodbye Earl" by the Dixie Chicks. Okay. Uh, excuse me, just the Chicks now. Can't right. call them Dixie Chicks. Fuck them. They're the Dixie Chicks. But anyway, um, <clears throat> their cover of "Goodbye Earl" mm-hmm. is amazing. Their cover of "Sunday Morning Coming Down." By Johnny Cash, brilliant. Right. There's some that they could have left alone. Yeah, I always there's, and there's ones that I know that I mean I'll say one that I don't I don't care for, but it's only because I don't care for the original, so the cover didn't help. Okay. Guar's version of "Carry On My Wayward Son." See, I disagree. I know, I know you because you said this before. I, I don't like the cover because I don't like the song. See, I I like the original and yeah. I like Guar's version of it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny to watch Odorous sing that, mm-hmm. you know, but Anthrax does a killer version of that. I probably heard it. Didn't make my list because I made this list up. Yes, I made this list up. Probably way... I do have Anthrax stuff on it, though, obviously. Okay. So, all right. Let's 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 talk about your list. All right. My favorite cover of all, and I love this song by far, Judas Priest, Green Man Alishi. A lot of people do not know that yeah. that is a cover song, and, I, and it's a great, great oh, song. I love that as one of my top number one songs. I just love hearing it. The guitar work in it, every part of it is just beautiful. And the first song I ever learned on guitar. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's just a great, great song. Well, hang on. Let's before, let's, before yeah. we deviate no, don't from worry, that. Don't worry. There's, there's, before we deviate there's from no that. There's no way I'm going to go through this whole list, but. Um, Judas Priest, yeah. also uh, one of their more iconic songs, Diamonds and Rust. That was a cover? Yeah, it's Joan Baez. Oh, I did not know that. That's a Joan Baez song. Yeah. Yep. Their version of Johnny B. Good is also... Although Horrible. They don't like it. I like it. You would. Mm. Another Halford song I have on. This will surprise you. Uh, Halford did an entire album of Christmas songs. Whoa. Yeah, it's really good. And his version of Come All Ye Faithful is awesome. <laughs> Wondered what that was. Yeah, it's just an alert. Yeah, Come um, All Ye Faithful is, is really awesome. I would have to hear, I, I think I might have to hear that. Yeah, it's, I think it's called Winter Songs. Mm. And um, I think he does We Three Kings and things like that. But, but his Come All, it's so powerfully done. Yeah. And I don't like Christmas music. Right. I, ugh. When they put, start playing that around October, I just can't wait till January when it goes away. It's just it, yeah, you know, and I don't like the pa rump pump pump pump. That's the worst one of all. That's the, the little drummer boy. Yes, I cannot stand it. Uh, hang, on. I got a a philosophical question for mm-hmm. you. Five finger death punch. Yeah, you know my feelings on. Yeah, what are your feelings on like? the fact that they're essentially a cover band now. Are they? 
Well, I mean, everything they release as a single is a well, cover. Well, I liked, um, oh, God, which, I'm trying to think which, which ones that I really liked. That I liked Bad Company. Yes, I did like that one. Bad Company was a good, I forgot about that one, too. Yeah, I did it right. Did really enjoy Bad Company. I enjoyed their version of Bad Company. Yeah. One where um, I was like, I, I would like, I would, for well, for more than this reason, I would like to beat, um, I would like to beat Ivan Moody over the head with a, with a cricket bat, mm-hmm. but their version of Gone Away by The Offspring. I don't think I've heard that. Don't. Okay. It's horrible. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah, I, I I'm not a fan of Five Finger Dick Punch, and I'm even less of a fan of their covers. What did you think of Disturbed's version of like the Sound of Silence? Love that too. I hate it. I, I a lot of people don't like that, and I really enjoy, and I like the original too. But I I thought it was I thought it was really good. I hated it. Mm. I, I I love the Simon and Garfunkel version so mm-hmm. much. That hearing, and, and to me, I, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I'm I'm not a fan of Disturbed. Maybe. And I think Dave Draymond is a pretentious fuck. I, yeah, a lot of times for a lot of covers, you have to be a fan of both the songs sometimes and the band. That being it's, said, it's, hang on. It's hard to do either. Well, that being said, I love Disturbed's cover of Land of Confusion. Yes, that was also another good one. Did I, I wonder if that made my list. It had to have. Yeah, Atlantic Confusion did definitely make my list. I really enjoy that. Yeah, there's some really eclectic things that you wouldn't even think of. Like, like what? Okay, Hailstorm, Get Lucky. Get Lucky. You know what? I was going to bring up Hailstorm. Yeah. They do another cover that I really dig. Hmm. Um, Hearts, All I Want to Do is Make Love to You. They're all their cover. Yeah, their covers are really good. I, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I'm such a fan of Lizzie Hale's voice. Oh, you, you're a lesbian? I'm a lesbian. Yes, she is she an is amazing awesome. singer. And I, I, they did three, I think three ver- three cover albums. But when Get Lucky comes on at work, Get Lucky, who's the original? Uh, uh, Pharrell, I can't remember. Or, oh, okay, or Daft Punk or something. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's a, oh, it's just it, the metal version is awesome. And I want to bring up since like with metal versions, did I write his name down? Oh, shit, I did not. Leo. Leo, and if his name begins with an M, he is like the cover master. Yeah, the dude on YouTube. Yes. Yeah. I love most of his stuff, the pop stuff that he does. Yeah. I couldn't just pick I one. I know exactly co- yeah. who you're talking about. I couldn't about. pick just one cover he does, uh-huh. but I don't like them all because he does have a distinct style. Uh-huh. Um, but when he gets a cover that's really good, it's like, you know... Um, Africa by Toto. Yes, I love that. I love that version that he did. What about Weezer's version? Weezer's was okay too. Weezer's was good, and I I'm not a Weezer it. fan. I, I'm a I'm a bit of a Weezer fan. I like Weezer. Yeah, I'm I'm not. I I like, but I like the, I like this original song. That's why I said you have to somewhat you have to have a connection to song with the band, right? Or it's not going to work. Well, since we're talking about Weezer for a second, I heard their version of Enter Sandman. Okay. They're doing a... Uh, wow, that's... <laughs> they're, well, Metallica it had put together uh, a basically a covers record of the Black Album. Yeah. It's 32 bands covering a song off the Black Album. Okay. Weezer's version musically was spot on, but it just sounded so weird with R- Rivers Cuomo singing it because oh. there was none of that James Hetfield grit. Yeah. 
And I'm like, okay, it's not terrible, but I don't know. Hmm. Off of that record, I also heard uh, another person who, this one might throw you for a loop that I actually enjoy their work. Mm -hmm. Um, Miley Cyrus did a cover of Nothing Else Matters. That girl has the voice of an angel. She has an amazing voice. Um, look no further than her cover of Jolene by Dolly Parton. I have actually Jolene, but by the White Stripes. I've never heard the White Stripes yeah. version because I'm not a fan. I know. It's, it's, I, I just I love the White Stripes, and I think that they did the song beautifully. There's another one you were talking about, Simon and Garfunkel. Kick Tracy did Mrs. Robinson. Really? That And that was that. See, I, 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 go ahead. Yeah, I, I, those, that third wave of, um, of hair metal. Hair metal, which uh, I got into in Dove. Kick Tracy was one of those bands that came yeah. and went that quick. Their whole album, No Rules, is a great album. Yeah. And it's a shame nothing ever became of them. Um, Another version, cover version of Mrs. Robinson that I really dig was uh, The Lemonheads. The Lemonheads, yep. Yep, The Lemonheads yep. did a killer version of they, that. There was a little bit faster. Yeah. I, that one I remembered first as I that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, they just really yeah. sped it up. But yeah, that was a good version. Hang on. Before we go, uh, before we dive into that any further, <laughs> let's sidetrack a second mm-hmm. and talk about Metallica's covers. Because they've, oh, yeah. they've got, done a, I, I a shitload. Uh, I mean, the let, whole Garage Inc. The Garage Inc. record. Yeah. Uh, in fact, let's go through that. You know, not go through it, but, mm-hmm. you know, pick and choose. Um, like, Randy, Randy went with me to work for work mm-hmm. yesterday. And, uh, Turn the Page came on. Yeah, that one I don't like. I love it. I love their version of Turn the Page, mm-hmm. but Randy wasn't really aware that it was a cover, mm-hmm. so I played the Bob Seger version. Yeah. Totally different feels to the song. They are. Even as traditional as Metallica kept the music, mm-hmm. I think it's just in James's delivery. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but I, I really dug um, Metallica's version of of turn the page and it really is a it's a it's a beautiful haunting song about life on the road yeah and you know kudos to bob Seeger for writing something that good Mm -hmm. and it's unreal it's a fantastic song yeah my my favorite one of all of them and it's just the favorite songs like last caress slash green hell right but uh, the merciful fate medley the merciful fate medley is great i wish they would do a whole song yeah, just like do Curse of the Pharaohs. Oh or my something. god! Yeah, Metallica does Merciful Fate wonderfully. Yes, and I'd love to hear more of that. But they they combine I think three songs on that. Uh, yeah, I think it's Curse of the Pharaohs. Mm-hmm. Um, what the hell are the other two? I can't think of it. Curse it's of been, the Pharaohs is a big one. That's it. Yeah, but I mean, Curse of the Pharaohs is one of my favorite Merciful oh, Fate I, songs. I love that song as well. Um. And then also off of that record, you have their amazing cover of Whiskey in the Jar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, I love Thin Lizzy, mm-hmm. but Thin Lizzy's version yeah, is kind of watered down. I don't, I don't like the whole... I I don't like Whiskey in the Jar by Metallica. It's like the... I, I'm just not a fan of that song, I think. Just, yeah. I don't know. I get it. But funny story about that, that whole album. When Mugshots was still open... Um. There was a few people that were in there, and <laughs> I won't mention names because I don't I don't know. Yeah, but they they would go up. It was a group of them. I know only one of them, but uh, 
they go to the jukebox, throw a 20 in. Uh-huh. And put so fucking what on. <laughs> as many times as a 20 could buy. That's another great Metallica now, cover. Yes, but after... Now, there's a joke that uh, Dave uh, Mulaney does with What's New Pussycat. Uh, how they played that like over and over on a diner, and people started going nuts with it, right? Right. That happened at the, at the at Mugshots with So Fucking What. Yeah. And after like the fifth time of hearing it, even Metallica fans are like, okay... Is that enough now? Yeah. However, one of the bartenders was always in on it, so they would never switch it electronically either. No. Had to be Bob. Nope. Justin? David. David? Yes. The Is owner? Name? Huh? Wait, Blaine. No, Blaine. Oh, I, I'm thinking... Well, no. Well, <laughs> Dave was into it, too. Yeah, they, I mean, it was like trolling the trolling the crowd. I swear to I God, I could see Blaine doing that. Yeah, it was like he was, but he wouldn't. He was he was bartending. He wouldn't stop it either. Yeah, you know, and it was just like you'd sit there. It's like, oh, it's coming on, and you know it. And I, after being there for so long, if it came on once, here we're we go. gonna be here a while. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I love, I love, I love the cover. Yeah, you know, it's you know, and given a band like the Anti Nowhere League, some yeah. love. It, I, I think So What is a great cover. Um, what about Bread Fan? Well, I, I love the Garage Inc. album. So Me it's too. like, it's picking, I think they're all, I mean, I think every, the covers Metallica does for the most part are awesome. Yeah. From all, all their, I mean, the cover, the number of covers they've done. Yeah. Bread Fan's another good one. Yep. Bread Fan. Um, I mean, going all the way back to uh, Kill Em All when you have Am I Evil? Yep. Yeah, and I think those are even better than the originals. Oh, I I don't know. I like Diamond Head's version of M.I.E. Because I, I have, um, there was an album that came out. It was all the it was all the covers, but the Metallica covers by the original bands. Oh, okay. And when you listen to that, it's like, hmm, yeah, I like the Metallica versions better. <laughs> yeah, some of them, yeah. Some of them, yeah. I mean, I, I like the Misfits versions of the Misfits songs yeah. better. Um, I... I, I Last Caress in Green Hell mm. is a great cover. Their their cover of Die Die My Darling is okay. It's good. It's, good. it's all right. I prefer the Misfits version, yeah, though. A lot of the Misfits stuff, you can't just mess with the Misfits. Right. And a lot of it comes down to you need Danzig's voice. Yep. You know, you need that evil Elvis going on. In oh, there. yeah. Yeah, there's... Oh, I don't think I have anything. I don't think the Misfits... Did the Misfits ever do any covers? No, not that I'm aware of. Yeah, here's an odd. Here's an odd one for you. You ever hear of H.I.M.? Him, yeah, yeah. Don't fear the Reaper. I've heard it. Yes. See, I'm a big fan of him. I got into him, of course, with Jackass and Bam Margera. Yeah, and it's like I started listening to that, and it's like it's it's pretty good stuff. Well, Snacky actually used to play uh, Wings of a Butterfly. Okay. Yeah. I see it, some of these bands. I can't believe you've even heard of. Oh yeah, I love him. Those guys are like the Dark Light album is mint. How about the In This Moment? I know them. Their version of Call Me. I've never heard that. Yeah, and they have a video. Really? Yes. Cause I dig believe it or not, I dig Blondie. Yeah, and I, I like I like Blondie too, and in this moment I like them as a band. And I first got onto them, I think, when I heard the um single whore. Yeah. And just dove right into that band because it's like, man, they just they're like, I swear they're like the Motorhead female fronted. 
because she will sing about any damn thing. Oh, yeah. Maria has no filter. Yep. And uh, it's just good stuff. Great singer, too. Yes. Maria is a great singer. What uh, else you got? Spine Shank. I've heard them. While My Guitar Gently Weeps. I've never heard that. See, that's what I'm saying. I got, I mean, there are, there's a really, there's even Dude. Yes. It is slowed down. It is, it's, it's almost like acoustic metal. It's hard. It's not, me, it's not, it's like, it's not heavy driving metal. Right. But it's not acoustic either. It is really hard to fuck with the Beatles song. Oh, I don't think so. I think the Beatles are easy to take stuff from. Uh, no, I mean to change it up. Well, somewhat. Because, I, I mean, there's a lot of Beatles I mean, purists. Aerosmith, like... I was going to bring that up. I mean, when they they did song... I mean, I didn't know I'm Down was from the Beatles. Yeah. When I first heard it. I was just a, a, off a of Proto Vacation. You know, it's like... Well, I was going to bring up another Beatles cover that, the, mm. that Aerosmith did. Helter Skelter. No. Oh, no. No. What? Come Together. That one, too, yes. I like Aerosmith's version of Come Together. It is good. But you know who I think did an even better version than Aerosmith? Hmm. Godsmack. I don't think I've heard that one. I like Godsmack's version of Come okay. Together. It's really good. And Sully's voice just kind of lends itself to that. Yeah. Now that I think of it, Helter Skelter was done by Motley Crue, too. And it was, yep, it was done by Man. Motley. And I, I love Motley's version of it. Oh, yeah. I think they're, I think all of them are good. I, I've been. As much as I didn't like the Beatles, like, for a while, I mean, I got some Beatles records and I sat down and started listening to them. They're not bad. <laughs> They're brilliant. I mean, it, it is perfectly crafted pop music. Yes. It's perfectly crafted I still pop think music. the covers of Beatles songs, I still maintain the covers of Beatles are a little bit better. And I do like John's vocals better than I like Paul's. Sacrilege to some, but I won't argue. I know, I know. But, but Ringo, really. Oh. Ringo's stuff off of Sgt. Pepper's. Yeah. It's just wonderful stuff. Yeah. I Ring, mean, Ringo's... He, he was so freaking high. Do you think? <laughs> do you think? Um, I'm trying to think of some other... Uh, here's a bad Beatles cover for yeah. you. Uh, no, no, it's not a bad Beatles cover. Um, I was thinking Helter Skelter. Here's a great Sex Pistols cover mm. followed by... A horrible Sex Pistols <laughs> cover. Megadeth's version of Anarchy in the UK. Okay. Awesome. It was. Horrible. Same song. Poison and or Motley Crue. They did Anarchy in the UK? Oh, yeah. They're not Anarchy. No. They're <laughs> no. It, 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 they're, they're just bad. Could, you could just picture Rick sitting there. That's not anarchy. That's not anarchy. Right. <laughs> right. I think Johnny Rotten. I think Johnny Rotten once wanted to find Nikki Six and beat him. Uh, I heard another one, and while I was kind of going, uh, Metal Church. Okay. Poison the Attic. Really? It is really good. Well, it's kind of odd that you bring up Metal Church because yeah. Mike Howe just passed away. Oh, did he? Yeah, their lead singer. Oh. He just passed away about two weeks ago. Okay. And I was I was actually listening to Metal Church yesterday. Yeah, and I was uh, I was going through and, fi- and finding all these different ones that I really enjoyed and, and I found that Toys in the Act by Metal Church. It was really good. I believe it. Yeah. I mean, Metal Church was a uh, excellent band. This is Megadeth Cold Sweat. Ooh. Yes. It was off of their latest album. I first heard it when I got to see Megadeth in concert. Nice. And 
I immediately like I had to buy the album like right after that. That was the one that sold me on the album. Yeah, and I would think that was on the um, Super Collider. Yep, I think you're right. Yeah, and that sold me on the album that they pulled off Cold Sweat. What about Megadeth's version of? Uh, uh, God, what the hell am I thinking of now? Paranoid. Uh, uh, their version of Paranoid's great. Yeah. Oh, Nativity in Black. Yeah, the whole Nativity in Black. Both record. albums. Yes. Oh. Um. Oh, sh- no more, Mister Nice Guy. That was a good. I forgot about that one too. That was a good one. Yeah, Megadeth's version of No More, Mister Nice Guy, and it works better because I think Dave Mustaine is more likely to be punched by a preacher than Alice Cooper sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is kind of weird considering Alice's dad was a preacher. Yeah, I mean, Alice, I mean, honestly, Alice Cooper. If you listen to Alice Cooper's songs, he really sounds friendly when he's singing about the stuff that he sings. Yeah, I, I think Alice, Alice is true. I think Vince comes through. Yeah, I think I mean, Vince Fournier comes through. Yeah, it's really, it's really not. Even though what they're talking about, you know, but it's really nice music. Yeah. What about here's one for you and you'll you'll know right where I'm going with this. Lizzie Borden's version of Born to Be Wild. Yep, that's a good one. No, it's not. It is. It no, is. It not. is a good one. Come it's on. It's bad. No, it's that's not. I bad. like that one. Lizzie Borden is just bad. No, is it? Uh, yes, Lizzie Borden the band is. They're out there. But the the cover is really good. No, it's not. I used to I used to play that at full volume. I know you did. <laughs> I know you did. That came on and radio got turned up. Yeah, let's listen to this. <sighs> it hasn't aged well. It, oh, uh, the, especially the version in Decline of Western Civilization, where the guitar, where the harmony guitar solos that they try <laughs> at the end are out of fucking tune. It's just bad, dude. Uh. I I have to, I'd have to listen to it again. It's been a it's been a while. <laughs> but another one, Ace Freely, do you? Yes. You know anything? I I'm a I like Ace. Oh, I like Ace's solo stuff. Ace Ace can't Ace can almost do no wrong. But when he pulls a when, and it amazes me these guys can pull these covers off sometimes. Yeah. And you know how wonderful and they put their own spin on it. They're not carbon copies. Yeah. But I love when when metal bands do '80s covers. Yeah, one that um, dope. You spin me round. Oh God, I've seen dope live a yeah. bunch of times, and you want to see a crowd lose their shit. Yeah. When dope says, or uh, when 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 Edsel gets up and says, "You all know this one," and all you hear is da 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 da, and the whole crowd just starts yeah. pogoing. Yep, it's a great fucking night. You know, it's gonna be a good night. Yeah. Because they usually play it early in the show. Oh, oh man. Dope's vo- version of You Spin Me is so fucking good. Yes. And their version of Rebel Yell is awesome. I've never seen, I've never heard that yet. Yeah, they do a really cool version uh, of Rebel Yell. Yeah, the, those, the band, I always think that, because I, I watch that Leo guy's channel a lot, 80s songs sometimes are perfect. Like, they, they just needed metal. Yeah. If, if they just had metal behind them, some of these songs are so wonderful. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at oh, well, not it's not an '80s song, but look at what Typo Negative did with Cinnamon Girl. Oh yeah, same idea. Yeah, that's definitely 
Well, that one is Summer Breeze. Oh, Summer Breeze. Uh, An old Seals and Crofts song. Yeah. You know, and it's it's just such a pretty song. It is. Summer Breeze makes me feel fine. And then Pete Steele gets a hold of it. Yeah. About the only, <laughs> the one cover I didn't like the way Typo Negative did was Black Sabbath. I loved it. Now, no, the, I have, I, they did the Black Sabbath and they did from like the Devil's version. Uh, from the Satanic the perspective. Only, the only problem I have with it is it's like nine minutes long. And it is slow. Yeah. It is just... It's a dirge. It's a journey to get... And it's like, it's like ah, oh, I just... Oh, okay, yes, it's good in the beginning. But my God, after like the eighth minute, it's like... Uh, fast forward now. I, I, I dig it. I dig it. I'm, I'm a big fan of pretty much anything Typo has ever put out. Yeah, oh, me too. But... That one is just, and I heard that first off in Nativity in Black. Yeah. And it was like, oh, this is long. <laughs> what? Who, I'm trying to remember what the hell else was on Nativity in Black. Uh, you had Megadeth doing Paranoid. Pantera, I think, did... Uh, Planet Caravan. Planet Car- Caravan. I get the two albums mixed up, too, because I know that Biohazard did some stuff on one of them. Okay. It's been so long since yeah. I've Judah, listened to uh, Rob Halford and the and the Bullring Brummies, which was just Rob Halford and another band. Yeah, uh, he was on that. Um, I know that um, there was actually a rapper on the second one. Did uh, War Pigs? Oh wow! Oh yeah, that was the the music on there. It's hard to me remember everything that's on there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But Paranoid was always my favorite. What was the other one? Uh, I know you're not a fan. Supernaut by 1,000 Homo DJs. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. You know who else did a really cool version of Supernaut? Hmm. Um, that's an industrial band. Can't remember it now. The only one I know, the industrial is Nine Inch Nails and Ministry. Um, no, it wasn't either of them. But anyway, uh, if I think of it, I'll come hmm. back to it. Yeah, and I have an album. I got one uh, called, called Eternal Masters. Okay. It's all Black Sabbath yeah. done by yeah. The one Cannibal Corpse does Zero the Hero. Yes. And that is, you know, you have to like the band or the music. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would probably dig it because I'm a Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. And there's fan. another one there from Gestures of Destiny. Uh-huh. Uh, do Electric Funeral. Uh, you have to you have to like that genre. If you don't, you'll hate the whole album. But I, yeah, I love Eternal Masters. Well, I mean, since you since you brought up Cannibal Corpse. Uh, Chris Barnes, who was the original singer for Cannibal Corpse and later mm-hmm. went on to form Six Feet Under. Yeah. They do death metal cover records. <laughs> um, like their version of War Machine by Kiss is fucking awesome. Oh. Um, now, their version of Highway to Hell, not so much. Um, sometimes it is hit or miss. Uh, sometimes it's maybe good, sometimes it's maybe shit. Yes. Um, uh, dude, their version of War Machine, like uh, Chris Barnes is you know, guttural cookie monster vocals kind of work well with war machine. Um, I'm trying to think of some other good, like, like some really, um, off the wall covers. Well, I got one that you, I bet you didn't know this was a cover. Maybe I'm wrong, but I bet you didn't know. Eric Clapton cocaine. Yeah, I knew that. I didn't know that when I was doing this. Yeah. It was actually written around the time he released it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like the the original version came out pretty close to the same time. Yeah, I did not know that's a cover. Another one. This is a bit awful. Um, Volbeat, Battleship Chains. 
Never heard that. Yeah, that was um, done originally by the, um, oh, the Georgia Satellites. Really? Off the same album with that goofy-ass change in my pocket, jangle lang lang Okay, uh, hands to yourself. I hate that song with a passion. <laughs> and if I had however, their version of, well, their song Battleship Chains is good. They should have released that as the single. Well, Volbeat did it, made it so much better. Volbeat does a cover of Only Want to Be With You. Yes, they, yep. That's a, that's a good cover. Yeah. Volbeat's just a fun band. I like Volbeat. Oh, they are. Yeah, they... <laughs> it's funny how the singer sounds. I mean, he's one that sounds different singing than he does when he's talking. Yeah. You know, I never knew they were from like... Well, like yeah, they're Denmark, from... Sweden. They're from, they're from uh, Gothenburg, Sweden. Yeah. It's like... And they're they're like the only band from Gothenburg <laughs> that doesn't wear corpse paint and burn churches. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, Okay, hang on. Where are you from? Gothenburg, Sweden. Okay, uh, do do you know your? Did you know Euronymous? No, he's different circles. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because because uh, Gothenburg was the like the the cradle of mm-hmm. true Norwegian black metal. Yeah, they they decided not to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike and the boys from Volbeat decided that uh, burning churches is a bad idea. Yeah. But they make excellent videos, excellent songs. Oh yeah, and they're honestly they're they're a genre amongst themselves. Yeah, you listen to them and you you like it doesn't sound like anything else. No, and their records go like their albums like shift gears really yeah. nicely too. Because um, the Heaven Nor Hell record, mm-hmm. you've got the song Heaven Nor Hell, mm-hmm. which is just a nice fun rock song. And then you've got like $16, which is straight up rockabilly. Yeah. You know, and it, it works. Volbeat works for that. Oh, yeah. The, the one rockabilly song that I love from them is uh, Seal the Deal, Let's Boogie. Yeah. Oh, that's a great song. Great song. Just just about, you know what? Let's settle this outside with our fists. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I'm a big fan of Volbeat. Those guys, I think, are awesome. Yes, very, very much. What else do I got on this? Wonder- here's, here's one. I put it on, I think it's a half joke, but I thought, why the hell not? Ailstorm, you are a pirate. I I, <laughs> I, I, I tried. I know, you don't like, you don't I like. I tried. They they don't really do covers much, and when they do, they, they really mess about with them. Their records, so their, <laughs> their records didn't, weren't released, they escaped. <laughs> I have, and I bought the, like, the deluxe version of everything, Ugh. so I... I have a, I have a huge Ailstorm flag, Ugh. and I, I actually have one. They released an entire album for dogs. Um, it's all their songs with barks. You gotta be fucking kidding me! <laughs> no, and I have it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Hang on, rewind this. First off, let, let let's dissect this bit by bit. First off, Ailstorm is fucking shit. Second off, they released an album for dogs. Yeah. All the vocals have been replaced by barking, correct? Third and probably most important, you don't own a dog. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not really a fan of dogs either. Uh... (laughs) But but why not? My brain hurts. Yeah, the whole thing is like, you know, they said, why not? Let's do it. And I said, fine, let's, why not? Let's buy it. It came with a flag. 
Yeah, I, I tried. I really tried to get into them. I just can't do it. I love. I love. I can't do it. I absolutely love that stuff. I just. I can't help that. I love. There's just a wonderful cheesiness of it, where they don't take the metal too seriously. I, I get that. Mm-hmm. I get not taking the metal too seriously because I mean, I'm a big fan of what Brian Posen does. Yeah. You know, not so much Jim Brewer. I think Jim Brewer's a fucking idiot, <laughs> but does a great Brian Johnson and great Lars Ulrich impression. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love like what Brian Posen does, kind of taking the piss out of metal. Yeah, but he's a true fan. Yeah, Alestorm. They did the they did pirate metal, and they like they leaned into it hard, and then they realized, you know, yeah, you know what, we're kind of a joke band, so let's have fun. Yeah, and that's you know, where you know, super pirate party chest. This is here's one for you. This is like the ultimate cover song because it's a, it's 87 songs rolled into one. Ooh. Down with the Ship by Scatterbrain. Love I didn't I didn't even think of that as a cover song. I, but you are correct. I really didn't either, that but That is an awesome song. Oh yeah. Yes, and the I used to sit and try to figure out all the songs. Yeah. Uh I mean there's Rock and Roll from Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. Uh what the hell? The else? drum break from In the Air tonight. Yeah, the drum break from uh, In the, the Star Air Spangled tonight. Banner. Yep, Enter Sandman. Uh, let's see. Oh, I'd have to. Uh, the beginning of something by, I think it was by Yes, that just open oh, the, harmonic. The, uh, the intro to Roundabout. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would sit there and just try to identify all, and this was before the internet. Yeah. When you didn't have cheat sheets and you had to actually sit and listen. You know? Yeah, who'd have thunk it? Yeah, nobody did the work for you. And I, I didn't know that the drum beats were the break beat were, were anything either until, oh, yeah, they are. Well, I mean, you got that iconic drum intro to rock and roll in there. Yep. And then you've got the iconic from in the air tonight yeah, in there. I, I'd have to listen to the whole thing again. Yeah. It's a, I, it's a great, that is a fun one too. It's and the so video much fun. is hilarious. Yes. You know, it's like the they're going to, they're looking for people to do the video without the band. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Scatterbrain, that's another case of not taking the metal too seriously. But they were, oh, no. Yeah, Drunken Milkmen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> drunken Milkman. Oh, my God. I have I have not heard Drunken Milkman in so long. It's, oh. That, uh, don't call me dude. Yep. They, they, they did not. They didn't take it. Uh, that was that third. Third ba- wave. Third yeah. wave. When everybody was kind of like getting burnt out on it. And so they only had two albums. Well, here's another one for you. What do you think of uh, Steel Panther's covers? Steel Panther, I'm always kind of half and half on. Because they are really talented guys. Oh, yeah. They are extremely talented. But you can't play any of their stuff, you know, at at an unreasonable volume. No. Because it's everything is about sex and drugs and venereal diseases. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's okay. Yeah. You, they're a parody of I, the 80s. I understand they're a parody, but they, if they just do... And I mean this. If they would do a serious album, it would sell. No, I don't think it would. I don't think it would. I think Steel Panther's fan base would absolutely shit on it. I know I would. I don't think I would. Because if, I, I didn't, if I didn't have a song like Asian Hooker or, girl, <laughs> or a girl from Oklahoma on the song or on the record, yeah, I, I wouldn't be happy. Uh, yeah, I mean, and I like, and I do like their stuff. But their covers are spot on. 
did they do any covers on the albums? Uh, on the like, I think on the deluxe editions okay, they did. Well, that's because they do an amazing cover of "She's Tight" by Cheap Trick. Oh, sorry. That's kind of tongue in cheek. Yeah, well, in and of itself. Every yeah, everything they do is. But sir, uh, look up their version of uh, "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. Yeah, I still say if they did a serious album, they it would sell because they are very talented and they sound great. Well, here and here's the strange thing: uh, Michael Starr, the yeah. lead singer, he has a PhD in. In, in English mm-hmm. and he uses his PhD in English to write songs like Community Property <laughs> I know and Asian Hooker Sucky Fucky Sucky Fucky Smells Like Sushi yeah <laughs> <laughs> great line alright back to back to the my covers. god my I god. love I love Steel Panther I like them too I don't I don't love them oh I do but I I, I enjoyed them when they came out and then I'll I think the novelty of just all the... I mean, I wanted to hear something more serious. I can get that. You know, I wanted to hear something because, you know, even like, you know, like Ailstorm does like all the pirate stuff. They still have some, you know, really decent, serious type songs on there. Well, Steel Panther (laughs) does too. They have songs like Death to All But Metal. I thought that was Brian Poston that did that. No. No, that's metal by numbers. You're right. No, that was that was I'm more metal than you. Right, and he does I'm more metal than you. Yeah. And the sad part is Brian Posen, even though he looks like that, is probably more metal than most. Oh yeah, he's probably more metal than us. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I mean, he, you know, he's he's been with a lot of these bands and it's yeah. Like, Maybe in a familiar way too. I think he has. <laughs> All right, back to your list. Uh, let's see what else do I have that's really good. Uh, faster pussycat you're so vain yes oh, I'm a oh I, I mean I the 80s the 80s child in me <laughs> I can't help but love faster pussycat oh yeah they they were awesome uh, dude I've always wanted I the only the only band only song by faster pussycat I could ever get a band to do was bathroom wall yeah which is a great song but I've always wanted a band to do cat house yeah, Cat House, that Poison Ivy is another good Poison one. Poison Ivy. Think about opening a show at a bar oh. with Cat House. Cat House would be the perfect one to open up. Cause that was, and that was always their opener. Yeah. You know? And Faster Pussycat, such an underrated band. Mm-hmm. Those guys were, those guys kicked so ass. So I wonder, I know there's probably been stories about this, but did Faster Pussycat make Ricky Rackman famous or the other way around? I think the Cat House made them both famous. <laughs> yeah, I think they were the house band. Well, yeah, because yeah. they well, the story goes that uh, well, Tammy and Ricky were friends. Yeah, and Ricky wanted to buy a bar, and Faster Pussycat needed a place to practice. Mm-hmm. Thus, the Cat House was born. Yep. Oh man, that's I would, dude, to be in L.A. in the late '80s. Yeah, Gazaris, the Rainbow, the uh, the Roxy, mm-hmm. and the fucking Cat House. Yeah. Dude, we would both be dead in a ditch. And you know what? There was probably more than that, but those are the ones that were the most famous. Yeah, those were the famous ones on the strip. Yeah, you know? I mean, there was probably so many at the time. Bar hopping was, you know, just going to see one band after another. Yep. And then a quick trick up to the bay. And you get the thrash scene. Yep, just make sure you don't wear your hair up and put the right clothes on. That's right. <laughs> Change out the spandex for denim. 
Yep, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. No one's gonna, no one's gonna hit you. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, okay. Go back. Uh, let's get back to your list. Uh, come on, feel the noise. Well, by, yep. By Quiet by Riot. Quiet Riot. They also did the other um, Bang Your Head. Uh, not Bang Your Head. But Metal Health was a. Uh, Metal Health was an original. Wait, which I know the one the you're thinking of. Oh, Mama, Mama we're, we're all crazy, crazy now. now. Both from Slade. Yep, both from Slade. Yeah. And you know what? They didn't. They they recorded "Come on, Feel the Noise" as a joke. Oh yeah, I heard the. Oh yeah. Kevin DeBrow tried to sing it as badly as possible. Mm-hmm. And they won. They did it one take, Johnny. Mm-hmm. The only thing they added was Carlos Cavazzo punched up his guitar solo. Mm-hmm. And they released it and it became a fucking smash. I think that's the one that like opened up the L.A. metal scene. Part of it. Yeah, I mean, that was that was one that kicked down the door. It's like, oh, Quiet Riot got it? Everybody's getting signed now. Oh, yeah. Because Quiet Riot, when Randy Rhodes was playing with him, Quiet Riot couldn't get signed in this country. Mm-hmm. They had they released two, re- two records in Japan. Yeah. And that, that type of music was the one that just started, like, the whole snowball. And I think if they would have known that, I think they might have taken... Well, if they, took it more, if they took it more seriously, it might not have worked. And the nice thing about that is Slade had a career resurgence because of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, come on, Feel the Noise comes out. Slade reese- uh, 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 get your ha- releases Get Your Hands Off My Power Supply. Yep. With, like, Run, Run Away yep. and uh, what the hell was the other one on there? Um, I have the album. I'm not sure. There, uh, there was a ballad on there that they released. Uh, my Oh My. Okay. And Slade was a, a good band. Kind of goofy, but a good band. Oh, yeah. There was a ton of bands that, like Twisted Sister, Quiet Riot, Man of War. What about Twisted Sister's cover of uh, Leader of the Pack? Didn't like it. Didn't like it. I, uh, I think by the time I heard it, I had heard it. Like after Stay Hungry, yeah. So the pre Stay Hungry Twisted Sister was a little bit more down, but more serious. Yeah, they were your denim and leather looking band. I got after and after Stay Hungry, it was like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh what that that was? Um, was that on Come Out and Play? Either yeah, uh, that one or Under the Blade. No, it I'm was. Sure. I think, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it was on on uh, Come Out and Play. I was thinking it's either Come Out and Play or Love is for Suckers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was, I think it was before Makeup because the... the no, bit- it was it was post-Makeup. Was you know it? what? It's on... You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, it is on It is on Come Out and Play. Because I could have sworn the video for it had no makeup. Well, I mean, the video for the price, most of it has no makeup. Yeah. And that's a Stay Hungry song. All right. So, shows how much I know about Twisted Sister at certain po- times. Oh yeah, I mean, th- there's a fabulous documentary on Netflix. Um, I think it's still on Netflix. If not, it's on Amazon Prime. Um, it's called "We Are Twisted Sister," mm. and it covers their career from the beginning up to "Stay Hungry." Okay, excellent documentary. It's about it's two and a half hours long or so, but it's time well spent if you're a fan of Twisted Sister, which I am. I like Twisted Sister. Sometimes Dee Snyder gets under my skin. A bit. Because he's he's sometimes he, he Gene Simmons things up. A little. Where he invented everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like... Yeah. Let's think here. Um like really, really unnecessary cover songs. Do you have any of those? Oh, unnecessary. Yes. Songs that shouldn't be touched. Oh oh wow. That's tough. That is tough because I 
I think every song could get a cover. It could, but there's some that shouldn't. Yeah. And you know what? I'll throw one out there and... Um, to marinate that on my brain for a little bit. I'll, I'll, I'll throw this one out there mm-hmm. and I will maybe lose some credibility with my Motorhead brethren. Their cover of Cat Scratch Fever, I don't think they needed to do. I actually have that on my favorites list. <laughs> really? Yeah, I like that. I like that version better than Nugent's. Well, you don't like Nugent. I, I like Nugent. But personally, I think he's an asshole, but I like the music. I, hey, I, I'm one of these people that can not, a, I can actually separate the artist from the art. Oh, so can I? Well, no, and, I can't. And and I and I in, like in a, a lot of case in a lot of cases I can't. I'll, yeah. I'll own that. I like a lot of his early stuff. What to Uncle Ted? Yeah, I I like a lot of like early Uncle you know, Ted. Strang- too. Stranglehold. I and, hate that song. See, I, I I like a lot of that kind of. Stuff, I hate but, Sleeper Hold. Yeah, but but uh, I still feel that I don't know Motorhead doing a cover sometimes. It almost seems like you know, yeah, you this you should do this. Their version of "God Save the Queen" is spot on. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they've done. I think they did "Enter Sandman" too. Yes, and I was like, they, they can Motorhead can do any cover they want. I, they, I mean, as, as much as I don't think anybody will ever do it, I could love to see them do the detachable penis. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up this morning and my penis was missing. <laughs> Oh dear God! I can just hear Lemmy singing it now. Thanks for that. Um, oh, all right. Here's a here's a here's a philos- another philosophical question. Yeah, and I'll give you a for example. Hellraiser, co-written by Lemmy Kilmister and yeah. Ozzy Osbourne. Mm-hmm. Ozzy releases it first. Motorhead mm-hmm. puts it out. You know, relatively shortly thereafter. Yeah. Is it a cover? Hmm. I think because they both wrote it. I don't think it's a cover. I But there's like two distinct versions of that song. Yes. And I like the Motorhead version better. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, because if you, if you were to say yes to that question, mm-hmm. then by that logic, the entire country music industry is a cover industry. Oh, yeah. Because none of them write their no, own songs. That's that's the worst part of it, too. And especially... And the and the writers get no credit. Nope, they get uh, they'll get a royalty, but no credit. You know, like um, one of the most uh, I can't remember who originally wrote the damn song now off the top of my head, but Rascal Flatts made it famous. It's mm-hmm. called "What Hurts the Most." Yeah, I hate Rascal Flatts' version of it. Mm-hmm. There's no emotion in it. There's no feeling in it. Um, they tune a step, a half a step up. So they're in F sharp, not even E. And then you got Aaron Lewis Mm -hmm. doing it. Aaron Lewis, uh, first off, he has this thing in his voice that you, that is, it's called emotion. (laughs) That Rascal Flatts, the the singer for Rascal Flatts does not have. Mm -hmm. You know, Aaron Lewis, his version of it is gut-wrenching. The original version, I've seen video of the of the songwriter doing it, mm-hmm. is freaking gut wrenching. The the emotion that is poured into that song, and Rascal Flatts just sucks the life out of it. There's one country song that I would love to see done as a as a different cover. That um, I think it's called Wagon Wheel or something like that. Yeah, it's by Hootie. Uh, yeah, or, Darius Rucker did it. I yeah. call him Hootie, but <laughs> yeah, the song is good. I like the song. 
but I don't like the way he does it or any country guy does it. It's like, but I like the song and I would like to hear someone else do it. I like the song. I really, and I like Darius Rucker's version. Of it. Yeah, I, I don't like. But I, I'm a fan. I'm a I'm a Darius Rucker fan. Oh, okay. I, I, I like Darius. He's. I mean, the guy's got an amazing voice. Uh, I think he, I think he's an incredibly talented singer, an incredibly talented songwriter. I I I can't shit on Darius Rucker. Yeah, and that's really. I think that's already a cover because yes, I, I, yes, yeah, it's hard. It's to, a, uh the old Crow Medicine show. Yeah, it's hard to find a non-cover in the. Uh, yep. Yeah, you know, in, in the country in, realm. In the country world. Yep. You ain't kidding. Uh, it's same with pop music. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, Sia wrote how many songs for everybody? Yeah. And then decided to just start writing. And I like Sia. I, and, I, and, I, and then when you find out, like, half the stuff they wrote was, like, for other people. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's, like, so, so deflating sometimes. Yeah. I mean, Sia wrote stuff for, I, she wrote stuff for Taylor Swift, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Whit, I think Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. Um, I, you know, the one, oddly enough, the one pop artist that writes all almost exclusively all of her own stuff, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't think it, is Lady Gaga. Mm. Gaga writes most of her own stuff. Yeah, and you know a lot she, of it is deeply personal. Yeah, Gaga. I like I, I like a lot of Gaga oh, yeah. stuff. Me too. Same with Pink. I like a lot of Pink stuff. Pink's all right. Yeah, yeah. That whenever I hear, whenever I think I think of her, I always that that's nineties. That the cover they did of Lady Marmalade. Yes, the Pussycat Dolls. Yes, I didn't even think of, I didn't even think of that one. That was a good cover. Yes, that was a good cover. Um. Whenever I whenever I think of Pink, the first song that comes to my head is just like a pill. Okay, love that song. That is such a badass song. And if I you know if I had a if I had a band with a female singer, mm-hmm. that would be the first fucking song we're learning. <laughs> we're gonna learn just like a pill. I already know how to play it. <laughs> okay, we're gonna do that. Yeah, I'm trying. I mean, I remember. I can't remember what song Pink was like in the, those '90s bands where I was. Yep. I started to tune a lot of stuff out. Cause I just I couldn't deal with them, like Everclear. I like Everclear. And, and I like I, some Everclear uh, stuff. I like I like I've grown to like a lot of '90s stuff. Yeah, but at the time, it was like oh god, I hated Santa Monica. Really? Yes. That's I, a fun song. I and it's like I absolutely. But I've I've grown. The only thing that hasn't grown on me is like the Mighty Mighty Boss tones. Yeah, because you're speaking of which, you're a comedy. Did you did you see the Olympic closing ceremonies? No, I did not. They had a Japanese ska band. Nice. I thought of you right away. Nice. I should have watched that. <laughs> um, the Boss tones have done some badass covers. Okay, I'll take your word for that one. Uh, dude, like, their their cover of Detroit Rock City is freaking smoking. All right, I was thinking of the album Kiss My Ass. Okay. And the ones I got off of that were She. Who did She on that? Anthrax. Yes. They do a great cover of Parasite, too. And Toad the Wet Sprocket uh-huh. did um, Rock Roll All Night. Yes. You know what's another great cover off of that? Mm. Garth Brooks's cover of Hard Luck Woman. Mm, it kind of is. I like Garth's version of Hard Luck it, Woman. I, I, I just... Oh, I'm always afraid that to, to just... If, you, if I start liking country, I'm going to start identifying with the people at the fair. And I can't, I can't be doing that. See, that's why I got to listen. That's why I listen to metal, too. I keep it real, you know. I can, I can, I can, I can diverge. I just, I, I can, too. I, can, I, I like Alan Jackson. And I like the old school country, George Jones. Yeah. Conway Twitty. I love that kind of stuff. But my God, like, I cannot do the new stuff. 
Yeah. And Lisa likes it. She watches the CMT Awards. I can't watch. I can't listen to New Country. And it's like, but when I told her that one about the pontoons was about motorboating. Uh, it's like, I hate that fucking song. I know. But I told her it was about motorboating. Now I ruined it for her. I hate that song. <laughs> Uh, like to me, it's all Florida Georgia Line. It's all shit. There, yeah, a lot of it is just it's interchangeable as far yeah, as I'm it concerned. is. And I, I think some guy actually on YouTube made a video where he overlaid like a Brantley Gilbert song uh, and a couple of other country artists, and they're the fucking same. Oh yeah, they're they're the, they're the same. It's all cookie cutter bullshit. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, every genre gets that. Marilyn Manson, what? (laughs) I didn't say anything about Marilyn Manson. I did. Although, he did a great cover of Sweet Dreams, not to mention it. Yeah. I do enjoy... I do... I did. Hang on. This is one where I cannot separate (laughs) the man from the music. He's a trash-ass human being. Sexual assault piece of shit. He is. Um, In fact, I told Chuck and Earl, I'll quit the band before I'll play a Manson song. No one's going to... No one... I don't think even, even anybody plays Manson songs and even cover bands. I don't think so anymore. Um, but, like, his version of Sweet Dreams wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of his other covers are just shite. I'm trying to think which other covers Tainted he did. Love. Yeah, that one I didn't like. I don't really... Eh, the original, I think, is kind of, like, dated. Although, it's, I still listen to it. It, it is dated. It's 80s techno pop. No, what I mean by that is... Um, not dated. Yes, it is. Um, didn't age well. No, it, okay, that's what I mean. It didn't age well. Right. It's a, it's 80s techno pop. But some was good. Mexican Radio is still a good song. Great cover. Great cover. Celtic Frost. Really? Yes. Ooh. Yep. Tom G. Warrior. Feel the hot wind <laughs> on my shoulder. See, see, 80s songs, some 80s songs are just made for metal and they have that same sensibility. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of the original Wall of Voodoo version of oh, Mexican yeah. Radio, but uh, Celtic Frost did a really cool version of that, too. Yeah, I think, I don't know, I mean, Tainted Love was not one of my favorite songs of the 80s. Yeah. Here's another band that, uh, like, what, the, um, they do a lot of covers, and they do them exceedingly well, and when I say who it is, you'll understand why they do them exceedingly well. Dream Theater. Really? Yes, like Dream Theater, I don't know if they still do it, but when like when Portnoy was still in the band, yeah. they would do a two night residency at, uh, at like uh, a theater in New York, right? Okay. At a theater in New York City, and the first night was all Dream Theater, all there was like a greatest hits Dream Theater normal set. The second night, they would play an album front to back, but not one of their own. Oh. They would cover like Master of Puppets front to back. Yeah. Rush's Hemispheres front to back. Hmm. And dude, to to hear Jordan Rudis doing Kirk Hammett's guitar solos on the keyboards are, is fucking unreal. Because like the solo in Master of Puppets is it's it's a like a super kick ass solo. Yeah. And uh, him and John Petrucci would actually trade off parts of the solo in that. Really cool stuff. Dream Theater does uh, a real. They do really good covers, but you know it, it's Dream Theater. Yeah, you know the, these guys can play anything. 
Okay, I never was. I never could get in the Dream Theater. Yeah, I don't. It, it just wasn't. Well, it's not for everybody. It's yeah. it's it, it's music for music geeks. You know, it yeah. really it really is. It's it's kind of like Zappa. It's an acquired taste. There's some Zappa stuff I like. Uh, yeah, I mean Zappa's got some really cool, catchy earworm mm-hmm. stuff. But then again, he's also got some really off the wall shit. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, not everything is gonna be. Um, I think if if think when you were talking about for untouchable stuff, yeah, Zappa probably stuff is. Yeah, you can't you, cover Zappa. Yeah, there's, there's the only the only person I've seen cover Zappa and do it right is his son. Yeah, but I think they're just you know they're just playing the same. I can't see someone making like a country version of Yellow Snow. No, or no. a metal version of Valley Girl. No, you're just just not gonna happen. If you're gonna do it, though, Valley Girl would be the one to do because it's one of his easier songs. Yeah, I I just I just could not see anybody. I don't think any of it exists. There's like someone like doing like something off of Sheik Your Booty. Um, no, <laughs> or, or or ship arriving too late to save a drowning witch. Yeah, it's like you, they're they're just not gonna or um. Oh, what's that one? Uh, oh, Catholic Girls. Oh, God. A metal version of Catholic Girls would be brilliant. I don't know. Yeah, you'd have to really be guttural with it. Catholic Girls. I always say, we always say this, the only person can pull this off. Catholic Girls with, with a tiny little mustache. <laughs> Lemmy can pull off the cover. Where did they go? Did they all think of <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Uh, I think I... I think I may have to bust out the Rickenbacker. <laughs> I may have to bust out the Rickenbacker. Yeah, but play. I think a lot of Zappa stuff. I don't think you could. No, I can't play. A, I can't play a good majority of Zappa's catalog. Yeah, it's it's too good. And yeah, and plus it's just so iconic. I don't yeah. think that anybody would want. And I've in all the. I don't think I've ever heard of a Zappa cover. Maybe no, there is. I I like I said, the only band I've ever seen cover Frank Zappa yeah. was Zappa plays Zappa mm-hmm. which is his freaking son yep. which is which is Dweezil yeah. you know and oh my god uh, Mark and I went and saw Zappa plays Zappa at a little thousand seat theater in York mm-hmm. and we sat there sixth row and picked our fucking jaws up <laughs> off the floor it was that good you know mind blowingly good Here's one that's coming up that I'm really interested to see. Primus is doing a Rush covers record. Oh. Yes. Okay. You know? Les Claypool posted a picture on his socials. He's actually learning the bass parts directly from Getty Lee. Well, I have, I'll have to listen to it. But the only Rush song I like is Roll the Bones, so. Yeah. But, uh. I'll definitely give that a listen. I, I'm, dude, I'm waiting with baby. There's, there's another, there's another Primus. Yeah, nobody you know, covers Primus. I don't think they can. No, I mean, nobody out there's gonna do Tommy the Cat. No, or Jerry <laughs> was a race car driver. No, or, 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 or Jesus, uh, J- even John the Fisherman. Yeah, there's, yeah, Primus is another one. You, I don't think you can. I mean, not it's not untouchable. But I don't think you'd want to. No, well, and you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. you shouldn't. Because yep. less is less. Whoa, that sounded. Did loud. someone fall down? <laughs> uh, Les Claypool is uh, yeah, like an entity unto himself. Oh yeah. Not that not anybody should. I just think he can. Um, let's uh, uh, let's go back to your list. Well, there's not much left that we haven't talked about. Let me see if I can. Just pick another one out that Joan Jett, Crimson and Clover. Great. Um, 
her uh, I don't think Bad Reputation's hers either. Oh no, probably not. Uh, I love rock and roll as a cover. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's what started her career. And uh, this one, Wasp. I don't need no doctor. Yes, their cover of the Who's "I Don't Need No Doctor." Yep. Great song. Yeah. Well, I, or their cover of the Real Me. I didn't know that was a cover. That's another Who song. Oh. Oh yeah. Now that I listen, I uh, think about it in my head. Yep. Oh. That's another Who song. Yeah, because I was big into Wasp back in high school. <laughs> yeah, Wasp was Wasp was fun. Wasp was the band that your hair metal friends kind of like. You either liked them or they distanced them from you. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, we we love we like metal. We listen to Poison and we listen to Winger. We listen to Rat. Uh, I listen to Wasp. And then you then you play the, <laughs> then you play them. I want to be somebody. Yeah, <laughs> you know, or anything off that first Wasp record. Yeah, you know, or Blind in Texas. You yeah. know, and it's like you know they were oh, okay. You know, it's like. Wasp did some Wasp did some pretty cool stuff, mm-hmm. um, you know. I, but yeah, I th- I forgot that they did. I don't need no doctor. Yeah, and this when I was making up this whole list, I was sitting down. I was really I put a lot of work in this because I was thinking, yeah, you know, what are my fa- and I know I'm going to miss a lot because I know Overkill did an entire album of covers called Cover Kill. They did. Yes, I have to check that out. Oh yeah. Oh like. I told you I I love I love listening to covers. What's on that? I don't remember. Okay, you'd have to look it up. Let me, uh, like, do the radio thing where we stall for time. Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, a lot of the '80s metal bands did some really cool covers. Um, I think Testament did some covers. I know Anthrax has done a bunch of great covers, and the thing with Anthrax is their covers have always been really, really well chosen. From Parasite to um, the Cowboys, the Cowboy song. All right here's some of them: Overkill, the Motorhead version. Right. Um, well, the motor- Space Truckin' by Deep Purple. Deuce by Kiss. Never Say Die. Sabbath. Cornucopia. Sabbath. Sabbath. Uh, I'm against it. I don't know who that is. Um, I I know the song. It's like a punk song. Okay. It's like I'm against it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, some death tone. I don't know that one. No feelings. Um, ain't nothing to do. Tyrant. Tyrant by Priest. Uh, let's see. Um, I have no idea. I <laughs> I don't know who actually did it. Yeah, it was just came out. Oh yeah, it is Tyrant by Priest. And it came out in '96. Really? I have to check that out. Yeah. Um, Anthrax did uh like a covers EP. Yeah. They did a covers EP, and their their covers are always really well chosen. Um, Rush mm-hmm. actually did a cover album. Hmm. Yeah, Rush did a cover album. Um, I don't remember what's on it, but it's you know kind of stuff you would expect from Rush. Yeah, that's yeah. I'll tell you what. That is one thing that was fun in the late nineties. What's that? All the cover bands that were out there. Yeah, and some are still. Um, we're going to Sam's Toy Box tomorrow night. Okay. What, down at Music Mess? Uh, no, it's uh, they're playing the Sands. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we get some gambling on. So, okay, next to Music Mess. Yes, yeah, adjacent to it. But uh, we also, at Music Mess Fest, hmm, we saw Rubik's Cube. Yeah, I saw the picture. Oh, my God, that's an awesome band. You see, like, I, the, the, the genre tributes, <laughs> yeah, 
I, I, I don't know how I feel about them because the last one I saw, we went to Penn's Peak. I won tickets to see, um, what the fuck is the name of it? Uh, Jesse's Girl. Jesse's Girl. Yeah, that's the other one. <laughs> I saw Jesse's Girl. And I'm thinking, all right, you know, we'll hear some, you know, 80s hair metal and, you know, it's just, no. <laughs> well, no. No. I left. I I, dude, oh, well, okay, I got yeah. up and walked out because to to watch what I saw of mm. Jesse's Girl, which is, took their name from a fucking Rick Springfield song. So you think you're going to get some rock and roll. Yeah. The only thing you would think came out of the 80s is Neon and Madonna. Well, I understand that. I was so pissed. Well, but the opening <laughs> act was fantastic. It was uh, Voyage. Yeah. The Journey Tribute. Rubik's Cube started with uh, Lover Boy. Nice. And uh, but they, yeah, they did Prince, um, some Madonna, and the funny part we sh- we showed up, and I'm looking at the guitarist and the bass player, and I'm saying they look familiar. Now the last time this happened was when we were at the Sands for the Megadeth show, uh-huh. and the guitarist like walked through the casino. But it's a lo- guy with long black hair and leather. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, we're all like that. Here it was a guitarist for Megadeth. Yeah, was, what Kiko? I think so. I don't know his name. All I know is Dave and Dave. I'm not sure the other guys. Well, Dave, uh, the other Dave. Yeah, but is those gone. are the only two I knew. Well, but- actually, uh, speaking of Megadeth, they just announced their bass player for the upcoming tour. Yeah, who? Megadeth alumnus James Lomenzo's back. Oh, so anyway, so I'm watching. I'm watching this. Uh, these these guys. I'm like, they look familiar. Now, I know that the one guitarist they had had died. He was in uh, uh, TSO and Sabotage. Yeah. Um, so, so obviously, they got someone else. John Oliva. Yeah. So here they announce who they are. The guys from Trickster. Really? And I, and I, you know, if I did a little bit of goddamn research, I would have bought my freaking CD. Because I might be one of the like, only people on the East Coast that have a Trickster CD. <laughs> Make it two in this room. Because yeah, I, I like Trickster. Dude, that record, that uh, once again that third wave of yep. hair metal, that record is such '80s hair metal goodness. Yeah, it was. Give it to me, good. Mm-hmm. Um, Surrender, one in a million. Oh, great yeah. songwriting. If I'd have known that, I would have brought it. I would have held it up. Now, funny thing about we've seen Ruby's Cube a couple times. I got one of their posters we took from a venue in my house. Yeah. We're fans, and I dress like I normally dress every day to a Ruby's Cube show. Yeah, and, and you fit right in. Well, no, that's the weird part. I, have, I, well, I have yes, and I have been. I've been told, nice outfit, nice costume. Did a costume? No, you live in the Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> Speaking of the Canadian tuxedo, I got a message from somebody today. Yeah, Jim said you went to freaking. You guys met up for lunch. Yeah. And it's a hundred fucking degrees out, and you got a jean jacket on. Well, yeah, <laughs> I keep my stuff in my pockets. Look, look, I have air conditioning in the car. At work, there's air conditioning. The only time it's hot is like in the middle. I'm not going to take my jacket off just to walk around. You don't need a jacket in air conditioning. No, no, people don't need a jacket in air conditioning. I do. That's true. It was, you know, it could, it was 70 degrees in the basement. And when we went down to Music Fest, I was very distraught at the lack of denim in the area. Yeah, I could understand that. There was that. one other person wearing a denim jacket. But a lot of neon, I'll bet. 
Not really. Okay, so they didn't get all all gimmick all gimmicked up. No, not this show, but a lot of people. It is. A, I mean, there was not that much neon in the eighties. I mean, I was there, but the side ponytails and leggings. Yeah, there was a lot of there was some side ponytails. Yeah. Um, the girl next to me was like she wasn't slam dancing because it's not that type of music, but she was really getting into it. Yeah. To a point, I think she actually got lightheaded and collapsed. <laughs> oh, decent. Right, yeah, right on me, though. And then all of her friends are helping her up, like, you know, would help in the pit. Yeah. And Lisa said, well, you're going to help her up? I said, she's not my friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, friggin' A. You know, Earl was at that show, too. Oh, yeah? yeah. Oh, my God, there was so many people Well, there. it's music mess. No, but, I mean, the band before them was, like, something like John Worthington. Yeah. Or something. Honest to God, I thought he was a 90s cover band. Really? Yeah, he had... But he said it was all originals. Huh. But every song sounded like like a 90s cover. It sounded like the Goo Goo Dolls. Things like that, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I dude, I avoid music music fest like the plague. Oh, it's fun. Oh, uh, no. It I, is fun. I hate people. So do I. I hate people. Yeah. I, I, I don't care for them either, but it's just fun to go see the different bands. And, you know, Lisa found $5 on the ground. Well, that's always a bonus. Yeah. And I found, and I told Lisa this. Now, this was funny. Uh, I don't know if it's a body positivity thing nowadays. Maybe it is. I don't know. But I think women are just not wearing bras anymore. A lot of them don't. Yeah. And I saw that at Music Fest, and I pointed that out to Lisa, and I was like, I, I just couldn't believe it. The amount, wow. And then I went to the fair last night. Uh-huh. And bras also are not a big thing in this area. However, the difference between Allentown and here is jewelry. Okay. There was a lot of jewelry. In, in, in said Unleashed Puppies. Yes. Okay. Yes. And uh, <clears throat> I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, another difference may be the orientation of the nebulae in said Unleashed Puppies. In this area, more of them are going to point to the ground than are going to point straight ahead. Stop. Stop. No, there was a but. Tell was, me I'm wrong. No, there was. No, it, it was at the fair last night. I was like, I just like couldn't believe. And I was like, and I guess bras aren't a thing anymore. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, around here, around here, if a girl wears a low cut top, there's chances that you can see, you know, 12 inches of titty and not see a nipple in sight. <laughs> <laughs> and while we're on that subject, I mean, honestly, honestly, if you're going to wear. Uh, a bra under a spaghetti strap thing, right? Match the color. colors. Yes, a bright red bra under a peach top looks horrible. Or ladies. a white top. Yeah, or... It looks it looks awful. I mean, color coordinate. Come on, people. Yeah, this is one hundred and one here. Yeah, it, it, I think they need to do like the Garanimals thing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you remember or, yes. or like the Oshkosh Pagosh yes. where they're like okay. The red cow, or the red cow goes with the red cow. Yes. You know? Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said red cow. Or, uh, but you that? see, this this, this this, is the type of stuff that happens out there. Yeah. And no one's talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> but now we are. Bring bring light to the subject. What are, okay, <laughs> you got any other covers that you can think of that are like good, bad, and different? Black crows, hard to handle. I forgot that was a cover. Didn't know that. Well, I didn't know Tom Jones. I didn't even know. I don't think it's Tom Jones. Tom Jones. I know Tom Jones did a version yeah. of it. 
Yeah, I didn't know it was a cover. But yeah, let's see. What else do I have on here? I don't have my glasses on. Nothing Compares to You by Sinead O'Connor. Eh, I don't like either version of this song. I think, I don't know. I just... You don't like Prince, though, do you? Oh, wait, never mind. No, no, no. I'm I'm thinking of... Sorry, I was thinking of a different song. I was thinking of the Whitney Houston one with Dolly Parton. The Bodyguard theme. Oh, I Will Always Love You. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. but I'm not... I I like Prince's version. Yeah. Because I... No, I'm a Prince fan. I thought Prince had the best halftime show I've ever seen in years when he You ain't it. shitting. I love Prince. I didn't like the movie, but I still like Prince. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll respect it. You know? What about the Red Hot Chili... Super Bowl covers Red Hot Chili Peppers version of Higher Ground I I don't I like that song unfortunately but the Chili Peppers my god they annoy me did you know they're from California are they now I never knew that they used to write a song about that you know they have another pretty good cover out out there though Hmm. Um, Love Roller Coaster yes that is a good song that is that grinds me that I actually yes I like that song (laughs) <laughs> Sometimes it's, it's like, yeah, it's, I don't like the band, but I like that song. Yeah, I, I'm that way with I'm that way with Disturbed. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's that conflict in the brain. It's right, like, I don't it, like the Chili Peppers, but oh, I'm I'm kind of like. that way with Godsmack too. There's a lot of Godsmack mm-hmm. stuff I stuff I just don't like, but then I hear their version of uh uh like Rocky Mountain Way. Yeah. Which is awesome, you know. Or I hear "Under Your Scars." I fucking love that song. Mm. It's not a cover, but it doesn't sound like a like your normal Godsmack song. Yeah, I I, I absolutely love that song. But there is one that it, it's a tr- like a, a typical Godsmack song that I really enjoy, and I think a lot of it has to do with the subject matter. Mm. Crying like a bitch. <laughs> Do you know the story behind that? No. It's written about Nikki Six. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Strut on by like a king, telling everybody they know nothing. You know? Yeah, I think the the, the way that Metallica did covers, I think if they did them right. Yeah. Where people didn't, and Anthrax to a point too, where if you don't know it's a cover, yeah, that's you've done something right. Well, I mean, go back to Kill 'Em All. Uh, well, the original Metal Blade release of Kill 'Em mm-hmm. All, anyway, with Am I Evil on it. Yeah. You know, that is a brilliant song, and you would never know it was a cover unless you knew that it was, unless you knew it was a cover. Yeah. You know, um, now would you consider, here? here's another one of those examples. Is the mecha- is uh, the Four Horsemen a cover of the Mechanics? Or is the Mechanics a cover of the Four Horsemen? I don't think either of them are, because I think they, they co wrote that and just changed the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. And I like them both equally. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, I and I think it the Dave's version of a lot. Well, Dave's version of uh these boots. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, when Mustaine does a cover, he he owns that cover. Yeah. You know, and that's what that's a good those are the good ones. Yeah, I mean, and that those examples where a cover becomes greater than the original, and mm-hmm. not just not just in your opinion, but even in the opinion of the writer, mm-hmm. are are so rare. 
One I can think of is Hurt. Uh, Trent Reznor. I know, I know. I has said yeah. uh, I wrote this song, but this now belongs to Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love Johnny's version of Hurt. I love Johnny Cash's version of Hurt, and it's a totally different feel than Reznor's version, than a Nine Inch Nails version. Yeah. What do you think of Johnny Cash's version of Rusty Cage? I don't think I've heard it. I don't. I'm not a big Cash fan. There's a very few songs I like from him. You know. Well, you're entitled to be uh, wrong. It's not wrong. It's just I don't like his stuff. <laughs> yeah, I I like a lot of Johnny Johnny Cash's covers. Um, like his his version of Hurt is, it's. And he did it. It was released shortly after his wife died, after mm-hmm. Roseanne died. Um, or no, not Roseanne. June, June Carter Cash. Right. Uh, it was re- released shortly after his wife died, and like the video is just it fucking just tears at you, dude. It's uh, like really, really gut wrenching, mm. and it's uh, like Johnny made that song about something other than what Reznor wrote it about mm-hmm. you know just by his delivery and the feel of it yeah I I just I, I like a lot of early cat well some of early cash stuff yeah but like but maybe the one one piece at a time yeah and um, that might be the only one that I really enjoy the other ones I, I like I'm a big fan of like Sunday morning coming down yeah. that's a great song yeah I'm just not into into a lot of cash yeah, I'm trying to think of some other notable covers. Elvis, nothing but everything. Yeah. Elvis never wrote one of his songs. That's okay though. I had to. I I looked stuff up. I, I was like, is there an original? Elvis did not. He everything was written for him. Well, I, I mean, it's but he, amazing to span that much of a career. It was like the like a country singer then. You know, I mean, the but the monkeys, the monkeys didn't write any of their own stuff until the head album. The monkeys definitely wrote the monkeys. Leave the monkeys alone. <laughs> I like the monkeys. Stop uh, it. Oh, yeah, they are. Fun stuff. That's that's just fun music. Yes. Even their um, jo- uh, Michael Nesmith solo album. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's such a trip to listen to. Oh, uh, I, I, I think Peter Tork did one, too. Probably. I think they all did something on the solo side. Mm-hmm. You know, Davy Jones really leaned into the... Uh, the pop? The pop. Yeah. And everybody else kind of went like really. I think Peter Torque did psychedelic and yeah, but uh, yeah, Michael Nesmith did the '80s stuff. His stuff is like pure '80s cheese, really, and it's awesome. I gotta and search it, that. Yeah, out. it never. Um, it's oh god, it's a long name too. Um, it, yeah, I I know the album, but I can't think of the name of it. But it's a long name of an album. Yeah. Or or it's a short name of it. I don't know. You just look up Michael Nesmith. He's good stuff. Yeah, I mean we we really uh, we were able to start going to bars at a great time. Oh my god! There was a ton of cover bands. Everybody, I mean, every you had, you had just every different bar. Liquor Canyon was one that I I used to go see a lot of. Yep. Um, well, there was also you 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 fuzzy bunny fuzzy bunny slippers. The whole the whole Flagstaff group. Yep. Uh, Shotgun wedding. Oh my god! Emily's toy box. Yep. Uh, who's still around? Yeah, Crystal Rocks, Pop Tart Monkeys, the Pop Tart Monkeys. Um, well, I mean, every once in a while, Crystal Rocks will still get together and yeah. do a one-off show. And 
and it was so great because you there was tons of bars. Mm-hmm. Every bar had a band. Every and it was crowded. You had to get there early. Yep. Or you were not, you know, you weren't fine. You know, you, you spend an hour just to get to the bar, and that was local here. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were there for you were there for a couple of Euclid nights at Mugshots. Oh yeah. At Mugshots, mm-hmm. four deep at the bar, all the way around the bar. Yeah, I would show up. Well, I always showed up at the bar early because I liked sitting down. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it was like, you'd show up at the bar, sit down, and then like three hours later, the band would start playing. Yeah. Then, then it's, I'm at the bar, I'm fine. Yeah. But by then, I was so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Well, uh, we we would play for the door and a, and and be, and beers. I didn't know that was the name of your band back in the other, Euclid. Yep. That's. We would play for the door and for beers, yeah. and after well after Euclid after uh, after Dave left the band, uh, when it was just me, it was me, Randy Shuck, mm-hmm. uh, the other Randy from uh, that played for Black Fate. I can't remember his last mm-hmm. name, and Gary Rarig was in for a while. Jay Nensel was there for a while. Uh, we were south. Uh, you'll like this one, South of Sanity. Was that the band name? Yeah. Oh, and I ripped it off directly from the Aerosmith record. Uh, okay, yep, it's from somewhere south of Sanity. Yeah, I, I directly ripped it I, off. Not, I said, not one of my favorite Aerosmith albums, right? But <laughs> I, but a cool name, South of yeah. Sanity was pretty cool. And so then we did that, um, and that was all pre-snacky and pre, actually pre-Nautis even. <laughs> so that tells you the vintage and, of that. And shit. we everybody knew somebody that was either in a band, uh huh, or you know, or you were the one in the band. Yeah. And <laughs> oh god, that that part of just this area I miss. Uh, yeah, I miss I miss a music scene. Yeah, I mean, and it's amazing this area even had one. But yeah, I, but maybe we weren't. I mean, everybody seemed to have one. Yeah, I mean, but at, at like at this time that we're talking about, yeah, late nineties, mm-hmm. early two thousands, yeah, the Lehigh Valley was thriving. Yes, yeah. You had every night down in down in the down in the valley, mm-hmm. there was something going at Crocodile Rock. Oh, Hamilton Boulevard. Hamilton was, was Hamilton was jumping. Yeah, you had something going at the Sterling. You had something going down, uh, something at the. Uh, it's not on Hamilton, but at the main gate. Yep, there's uh, also B and G. You had B and G Station going. Uh, what the hell else? I mean, uh, Lupo, Rock and Robins. Rock and Robins. Lupos always had something. Lupos. Uh, yeah. TK's Flight Lounge. Yep. Ah, oh, Jesus! All those bars had a band. Flagstaff every weekend had yeah. bands. Um, Dave would have bands all the time at Mugshots. Mm-hmm. Granted, a lot of times it was you know it was like Black Fate, Euclid, later South of Sanity. Uh, you know, a lot of the local yeah, Slammers bands. Had, Slammers, Slammers had, had bars. Yeah, Slammers, or bands. Yeah, Slammers had bands. That, I mean, every um, and the places in Jim Thorpe. Yeah, Molly's would have bands. Mm-hmm. I think Gerber's might have as well. Yeah, and you know you could go find like a, a cool cover band anywhere. Yeah, and a lot of the bands would mix originals in. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I just before I got out, my last assignment in the army, I was at Fort Detrick, Maryland, mm-hmm. which is a college, which is next to a college town. There's uh, Hood College, which is an all-girls college. Another story for another time. <laughs> another story for another time. But the main drag in Frederick was Market Street. 
mm-hmm. and we would do the Market Street crawl. And there was a fucking band in every bar. Mm-hmm. I actually got to get up on stage to one night with one of the local bands. I can't remember the name of them for the life of me. Um, but like every time we would see them playing, we would stop in because they had horns and they would do boss tone stuff. <sighs> and me and my buddy Jay, we'd, we'd sit back... They'd play a Boston song. They'd finish up. We'd hoist our beers up. You got to respect the ska. <laughs> and eventually I get invited up to sing the impression that I get. Oh, you know? Jesus. <laughs> good stuff. Good times. Oh. I, I miss I miss being able to go out and see a band. Yeah. I know that um, Bankers opened up in Lee Heighton. Well, I played at Bankers. Yeah, and they opened up right next to Slammers. Yeah. And kind of put Slammers out of business. Yeah. And then bankers went out a bit. Which that was a weird one. That was a weird thing that when when you saw the decline. Yeah. And and I we actually I got to see the decline of like almost all, all these bands are gone. Yeah. All the all the all and all the bars on First Street went yeah. dried up. And it was like, but it was like, it seemed like all of a sudden it's like you went from like, okay, what band do we want to see tonight? Right. To, there's nothing to do tonight. Yeah. And uh, I'll, like a lot of that had a lot of that seen at that time you had the cover you had the cover bands who were who were actually making money yeah uh you know like you 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 fuzzy bunny slippers whatever yeah. they were able to get a grand a night at crocodile rock mm-hmm. even you know late, late in the early 2000s yeah whereas i'm playing original music at the time i was playing in nautis right and granted nautis is uh, was heavy as fuck we were we were very heavy and playing all original music. We weren't getting, we weren't making that kind of dough, mm-hmm. you know. Um, at, well, like when we played Crocodile Rock, we got a dollar a ticket for every ticket we sold. Mm. So, you know, it tells you what it is. The only time we ever made money playing as uh, playing with Nautis was when we would book a fire hall or something and promote our own shows. Yeah. You know, the I mean, I I said I've said it many times. If I was doing, if I was in the music game for the money, I'd have quit a long time ago. Mm. You know, I do this because I, I I play music to this day because I love it. You know, and I would love to see a, a thriving music scene again. Yeah, you know, I'd like to be able to to on a Friday night or a Saturday night say, hey, who's playing? Who's playing where? Let's go. Really now the only option is uh, like on a regular basis is the Sands. Yep. Yeah, that was locally. That's what we decided to do. Yeah. I mean, we're down, and I, that's why I think maybe you music fest be good for you. So many genres. Yeah, but I hate people. <sighs> I'd get in a fight. No, you you don't get into a fight. You don't get into a fight. You just, I might. You don't get into a fight. I might. They're lovely people. No, they're not. But I will say this. At least Music Fest now went away from the fucking ticket bullshit. Yeah. Now you can actually use, oh my God, cash to buy food or drink at Music Fest. Yeah, which is better. Yeah. But But, from a business standpoint, I can understand Music Fest doing it because that way they were insured they got their cut. Yeah. I mean, well, when you get the tickets, you have to spend them there. Yeah. And there's nothing else you can do with them, but... They actually had a lot of great beer steins this year in the uh, in the merch tent. Yeah, and I was gonna buy one, but I have enough fucking beer steins. 
I have a table full of beer steins right now. Yeah. From Germany. So one from just Music Fest in, in Bethlehem. I didn't need it. It always amazes me that Music Fest is what it is. You know, it's it's a world worldwide known thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they have huge national touring acts there every year. Yeah. Like uh, the other night, Shinedown was there. Yep. Um, who else played Music Fest this year? Lisa knew the name. It's a country guy. I don't know. I, don't I think know. it was Darius Rucker. No, no, it wasn't. I know Darius was supposed to be there last year. So I forget who I, I it was. It's not country. I, I'm not into it. Okay. Okay. Uh, but I've been down there and I've seen, we've gone from tent to tent and I've seen people play pop and rock and metal and it's like, I'll stop and listen to it. Yeah. I think, yes, well, yeah, when we went at the one, as soon as we got down the stairs, um, I want to say they were Dominican. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't know what language it was. But damn, that tent was popping. I mean, they were going crazy. Did they have any pan flute bands? Not that I, not at the where we went. You need a Peruvian pan flute band. You do, you do, I agree. Yeah. You know? We we could uh you know I I have a ukulele. I'll get a pan flute. You know. We could get some Amish outfits and uh the Amish outlaws have that market covered. You just have to shave your mustache and just have only the beard. The Amish outlaws have that no, market covered. No no covered. no you, there's no market. There's no market. Have you seen them? No, but I saw Amish people there. Well, probably Mennonites. But which was again always awesome when I see that. Dude, look up the Amish Outlaws. You'll love them. I I got to, when I was a dealer at the Sands, I got to see them. You know, from uh, while I was dealing, awesome cover band, and they do a little bit of everything. They do uh, they do some like some hip hop stuff, some rock, some metal, some country, and they're all dressed as Amish men. See now, this is copyright infringement because I know that when you talked about doing a cover band. With Pennsylvania and Pennsylvania Dutchifying all the songs. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> and it, damn it, it would work. I got cat scratch fever and I've owned Boom, boom. I glow the lights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Black Betty family. Oh, Black Betty family. Black Betty had a boogie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we and we've seriously talked about doing this. We did, and, and we and I still think we could pull it off. Hey, we could, <laughs> we could. Oh shit! So speaking of cover bands, um, by the time this comes out, but before we record the next show, or but but before we release the next show, yeah. I should say, I I don't know the release schedule. Um, by the time this by the time this hits hits. Uh, the public but before the next one is released so in between releases we're going to be having the mark carrazzo benefit show yes for american foundation for suicide prevention Mm -hmm. speaking of cover bands we've got uh five bands playing and one hip-hop artist okay um, starting the starting the festivities, uh, first band kicks off at two thirty in the afternoon. Right. Is a band called Persephone. Right. Okay. My band goes on next. Uh, Blood clot. We go on uh, approximately three forty five ish. Okay. And then after we play, comes uh, 
the only the lone hip hop artist on the bill is a young man who his stage name is Obscurity Six One Zero. All right. Uh, he's a great, great young rapper. Um, his stuff is really cool. You can find his stuff on YouTube mm-hmm. uh, and on SoundCloud and all that, all those, all the other other socials. If you if you want to hear a really good rapper, um, and he's a local kid, he's from Palmerton. Uh, Obscurity Six One Zero. The connection with him is Mark and I actually put him on stage for the first time he was ever on stage. Okay. Uh, with one of the one of the crossover with the first crossover show we promoted when we did rock and roll and hip hop. Mm-hmm. At, in on the same vet, on the same bill, mm-hmm. and Dominic was one of the first artists that we put on. Okay, and uh, you know Do- he's a good, he's a, just a great dude, and uh, he's the lone hip hop artist on this. And uh, anything I do that I want to that I raise money in Mark's name, I would like to have Dominic be a part of because of that connection. All right, and then after Dominic is done, after Obscurity's done is Chinese auction time. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, we have three more bands going to play. Um, the next band on the list is called Last Mistake. All right. Which is Doug Wargo's band. Okay. Well, I have not heard him in years. Yep. Yep. Doug, it's it's Doug's band. And then after that uh, is a band called Live in the Dream, mm-hmm. which is my friend Beans and my friend Gabe. It's their band. And... Closing out the night is the one almost exclusively non-cover act, mm-hmm. which is Deprived, okay. which is Tyler, uh, which is Tyler from Red Shirt Black Shirt. It's his main right. project. Um, Deprived is going to close out the night. They've got their first CD ready to drop. Uh, check them out. But um, more importantly to me, um, if you want to check out some music, some food, some. Chinese auction, basket raffle, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, have a good time and help raise some money for a great cause for suicide prevention and mental health awareness. Mm-hmm. Come join us at the Sokol Hall, Lehigh Avenue in Palmerton on Saturday, August the 21st. Yep. So everything starts around 2.30? Uh, doors open at 2, first band at 2.30. Okay. Yep, doors open at 2. Um, it's $10 at the door. And that ten dollars gets you admission, and you're gonna get a, a platter, which is gonna be like uh, a sandwich of mm-hmm. some of some description. You can either get yeah, like a hamburger, barbecue, hot dog, whatever, or halushki if you so desire, ah. and like a bag of chips mm-hmm. and uh, a drink, and that's all covered for your ten bucks. There's gonna be a bunch of basket raffle items, including two wonderful board games donated by Mr. Bill Solt. Um, I'm going to put those, we're going to put those out. We have, and this is a, like our cool big, big ticket item or Mm -hmm. one of our big ticket items. We have, uh, an official NFL football autographed by newly minted hall of famer, Peyton Manning. Okay. Um, that one is a special raffle. It's it's not covered in like the sheet tickets. Yeah. It's five bucks a ticket, Mm -hmm. but it's a Peyton Manning autographed football. Yeah. You know, um, but most importantly, every dime that comes through the door for food, for admission, for everything. Because um, in addition to the platter, if you want to buy more food, you can buy more food. Mm-hmm. We're going to have bake sale items, all kinds of shit. Every dime goes to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind losing money 
uh, I don't mind spending money to make money for a good cause. Yeah. So come on out. We'll be happy to see you. Yep, I'll be there. Oh, good. I, I, I'm hoping to see you. You'll get to hear the Rickenbacker live in, in person. I might me. not because I don't know what time. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to be there that early. Oh, you better be there. I can't. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I I'll I will definitely be there at uh, hopefully I can I can see you up on stage. Yeah. Uh we'll be on from like 3:45 to 4:45. Okay. Uh we wanted to go early because that way I can mm-hmm. concentrate on, you know, taking care of what I need to take care of for the event, right. running sound for the other bands, yeah. things like that. Um, you know, so it's going to be a great time. Uh we we uh, we didn't do it last year because of uh because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're back. Last time we did this, we made uh, made a substantial amount of money. We were actually the third largest fundraiser for the Lehigh Valley it, with a one-day event. Nice. Um, so hopefully we can top that this year. Hopefully we can, we can, hopefully we can make a whole boatload of money because um, if I can help one person out of the darkness... You know, help one person get past their demons and get out of that darkness. Yeah. It's worth it. Sorry, that was heavy. I, yeah, I... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I... I can't think of anything to say, but I mean, there's, you know, there will be a lot of great bands there. And I, I cannot wait to, to hear them. And actually, because I... I need to get out and listen to music again. Yeah. Uh, I do too, and I, like part, I'm excited to play. Obviously, yeah. and there's no other reason to go just for the just for getting out and listening to music. Right, I'm excited to play, but I'm also excited to listen to music live again. Yeah. Um, hang on, there is one other thing I want to touch on before we go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not music related; it's actually wrestling related. Last week we lost uh, a legend. Mm. Um. Beautiful Bobby Eaton from the Midnight Express passed away. Okay. And, uh, you know, uh, tag team wrestling would not be what it is without the Midnight, today without the Midnight Express. Every team that, like, from the Young Bucks to the Usos to the New Day, they all owe a debt to what Bobby and Dennis and later Bobby and Stan did. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bobby Eaton, he was one of the few guys in wrestling that nobody had a bad word to say about. Uh, everybody universally loved Bobby Eaton. Uh, Ric Flair, he was the booker at uh, like early 90s. He was booking for WCW, and they needed to pop a rating. So Flair said, all right, you want to pop a rating? You want a good match? I want to work with Bobby Eaton. Mm-hmm. That's how you know how highly regarded Bobby's work was. And uh, uh, Bobby, like I said, Bobby passed away in his sleep last Wednesday. Uh, 62 years old mm. and I think a lot of it he partly died of a broken heart because uh, less than a month ago or around a month ago his wife passed had passed away mm. Donna had passed away and here's a here's an like a fun story and shows how well Bobby was liked by others in the wrestling business Bobby's wife was the daughter of another wrestler of superstar Bill Dundee okay and she was forbidden from dating wrestlers, which is kind of normal. <laughs> yeah. Because wrestlers know how wrestlers are. Yeah. Well, Superstar found out that Donna was dating a wrestler. Who is it? Who is the son of a bitch? I'll kill him. It's Bobby Eaton. Well, God damn it! if you're going to pick one, at least you pick the right one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, rest easy, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the memories. 
Midnight Express, still my favorite tag team of all time. <laughs> still my favorite tag team of all time. Get out, listen to music. Yes. <laughs> Preferably August 21st at the Sokol. Yes, or anytime. Just, or anytime. Yeah, get, get, out, get out there and just find a band and just go. Yep. Uh, and, you know, freaking throw your throw your fists up in the air, jump around like a jump around like a lunatic, have fun. Mm-hmm. You know, even if they're doing the wiki wiki, right? On <laughs> if they're making the wiki wiki noise on the on the good albums instead of squeezing the cat. Yeah, it's still if if at music fest. I mean, music fest was crowded. I know you wouldn't have liked it. I I I didn't enjoy it to an extent. I. I still am getting used to crowds again. If if they could do Music Fest with a minimum of like 20 people other than me, I'd be okay. There's nobody there. The only problem I have at Music Fest, my biggest problem is people goddamn think they own the folding chairs that are around all the tables. Yeah. When you see people getting up from the table after they're done eating and picking the chair up and taking it with them. No. It's like, put that down <laughs> yeah we got up after we were done eating we got up and walked away we were not even away from the table and people had taken our seats already i can believe it but it's like it wasn't like there was not a lot of seats around there was tons of seats but i mean people will save seats for like 50 family members that aren't there yet it's like oh when are they showing up oh at six o'clock it's four thirty, man why what you guys just for an hour and a half sit here yeah, I don't think so. You know, I'd fight. I'd fight somebody. It's peace and love, man. You can't fight. I would fight somebody. You can't fight. Oh, I could fight. No fighting. Oh, I would. <laughs> I, I could. Speaking of fighting, I got a funny story for you. Go ahead. I've been cleaning out my basement and of all the garden tools that I have. Uh-huh. And uh, I got garden tools from my mom's house. Uh-huh. Like my garden tools. And the garden tools that were at my mom's house that were my grandmother's. Uh-huh. I now have enough that if you want to get a six-on-six six fighting team with one side having all shovels and one side have all rakes, we can ourselves a good old Amish fight. There we go. <laughs> right. I, I can't believe I have that many shovels and rakes. But now my question is, do you know how to use any of them? Of course I know how to use them. Because I know you don't know how to use a hammer. You know we, what we need to do? What? We need to make a viral moment. Okay. Let's get, a, let's get four people, four okay. more people. Okay. And I'll give everyone a shovel. And we'll start walking around by the grave graveyard. <laughs> I'm in. And just and just see if anybody I'm in. You know, what are you guys doing with the shovels? Well, no, we're just paying our respects. What's with the shovels? Are we not allowed to have shovels in a graveyard? Is it illegal to carry a shovel? <laughs> we're, we're we're on our way to a ditch digging. <laughs> Yeah, I, I couldn't believe I had that many shovels. And I even have one, if one of the little kids wants to have one, I got a mini shovel. Okay. <laughs> a coal shovel. I can probably get some people to get oh. in on this. That would be a great promotional tool for the haunted house. Oh. You know what? Can You get a coffin. We have several. Okay. You just walk up and down Delaware with the coffin... And a bunch of people just walking behind with the shovels. Everybody would look at that. What are they doing? With, why, why are they walking with that coffin? And what's with all the shovels? I uh, oh. need to talk to Chuck. 
Chuck, that Earl, was, that, got a video idea. Well, I don't think you'd even have to shoot that video. I think people in town would shoot that video and put that online. Yeah. You know, like, just saw this. What's going on? Walking through the park. Six dudes with shovels, six carrying a box. Think about it. Yep. I need to talk to Chuck. <laughs> I, I think we can make this happen. Oh. I think we can make it happen. Oh my God, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it will. It, it, it would be awesome. <laughs> and then we could reshoot, you know, we, you know, like... That like we're walking on our way to the graveyard. Yeah. And then we walk to said graveyard. And we don't even have to go to the big one up by the high school. Mm-hmm. We can go to the one at the little white church by your house. Uh, I don't know about that. That's like protected. That's true. That's yeah. true. You know, I think, you know, and if there's permits that have to be gotten, you know, I don't want I don't want to see anybody get arrested for stupidity. You usually get a warning. Usually, we we shot guerrilla style all the time. <laughs> Just you get somebody in a bad mood that day, and next thing you know, it's like, yeah. I just want to make sure. No, I don't want to get. I don't want to see anybody get in trouble by accident. Yeah, I, I, okay. Can they really? Can they do anything for us walking through the park carrying a coffin? I don't know. That's the problem. Is I don't know. It depends on. If the, if, you can always play stupid once. <laughs> God, I've been doing that for 30-some years. 40-some. <laughs> 48. Damn you. 48. Damn you. <laughs> I got one coming next week, but I won't be 48. Mm. I'll You're only, not that much younger. My God. I'll man. only be 42. You act like. I'll be 42. No, that's a lie. That is a freaking lie. <laughs> We hung out in high school, and you were not in junior high when we hung out. Don't lie to me. All right, I'll be 47. It's like, Jesus <laughs> I'll be 47. Like, yeah. hey, where are you going? I'm going, to ha- I'm going to hang out in Parma with a sixth grader. Jesus Christ. What's <laughs> <laughs> wrong with you? Okay. All right, on that note, um, I need to get in touch with Chuck, see if we can make this happen. Yep. Okay. Uh, all right, um, get out, see some music, listen to some music. Cover songs are cool. Yep. Buy a shovel. Buy a shovel. <laughs> Buy a shovel. Come find us at the park. Yep. <laughs> Come see us August 21st, Sokol Hall in Palmerton. Mm-hmm. All right. Till next time. This has been Oh No, Not Them. I'm Eric. And I'm Old Bill. Later on. <laughs>